Welcome to TJH, your go-to podcast for all things journeying home to yourself. I'm your host, Hayley Curtis, Gene Keys and Women's Transformation Guide, here to encourage and usher you into remembering who you are by peeling back the veil on all things shadow work, self-love, self-worth, relationships, gene keys, breakthrough, awakening, and so much more. One thing I know to be true about you is that you are utterly magnificent. And here at the Journey Home Podcast, I will be walking hand in hand with you as you discover and remember your magic. Let the voyage begin. Oh, hi. Welcome back to TJH. And welcome back to another weekly ponder. I am just freaking loving these weekly ponder episodes. Oh, (laughs) I just, there are a few things that I love more than posing a really potent question. It's what I love most about the work that I do in the world. I mean, it's it's technically how I birthed my entire business. I decided that I was going to start posting potent self-reflection questions on the gram and I built an entire business out of it because it is my favorite thing to do. I believe that a really good question that sends you inward can change your entire life. You can take one really good question, ponder it over time, and see the entire fabric of your being shift before your eyes. To sit and ask ourselves questions is so much more important than I think many of us may recognize. To just sit and ask ourselves questions. Often we sit and we question the world. We question everyone else. We question this, that, and the other. But how much time do we take questioning ourselves? And and what's the difference in the outcome between those two things, questioning everyone else in the world versus questioning ourselves? And how much more fulfillment can there be within our lifetime for ourselves if we start asking ourselves the right questions, the potent questions? And I don't even think that it is about asking the right questions There is no such thing as a right question or a wrong question to ask. There are just questions to ask, to start pondering, to start contemplating, to start going deeper. And so I want to thank you for being here for these weekly ponder episodes. And I want to thank you for questioning yourself. I want to thank you for sitting in contemplation around these things because, oh, I just... I greatly, greatly respect and honor anyone who walks this inward road and does start to ponder these types of things because you're changing the tapestry of our collective aura and I, and I deeply thank you for that. So thanks for being with me today. This is our ninth weekly ponder episode. Nine weeks we have been doing the weekly ponder for and I couldn't be more excited. I'm coming to you today from my bedroom with my two dogs sitting next to me on the bed and I have got a margarita that I am about a quarter way through drinking. If you are from New Zealand, you will have heard of Pals before. I know that when I was in Australia, I was looking for Pals because Pals are just the best alcoholic beverage on the New Zealand market. They Usually they're like vodka mixed with um, different flavors, but they don't have um, heaps of sugar in them, but they also don't have artificial sweetener. Like, ugh. 
artificial sweetener or even a natural sweetener, even if you chuck stevia in it, I'm like, no, thank you. I just, I don't like the mix of it with the alcohol. And so these are my faves. So I usually have a cheeky pal, you know, once a week, twice a week, three times a week, four times, five times, six times a week or so. Um, you know, depends what kind of week you get beyond. I do love a pal. But my favorite drink of all time is a margarita. And I have drunk margaritas all over the world. They're my, they're my drink that I like to sample in every country, just just to see the standard. Of course, you never get a better one than Mexico. Best margarita I've ever had is in Mexico. However, I have, you know, depending on where you go, you can get a good margi. But my life just got super exciting yesterday because I went in. I don't know why I'm telling you this story on the weekly wonder. Anyway, I went into the local liquor store to grab a box of pals because we were, you know, meeting some friends for the evening. And to my utter delight, I walk in and I see a display of new pals that have come out. And pals have released a margarita. Yes, you heard me correct. My two favorite drinks have combined into one to create a pals classic margarita. They also had a chili margarita, not my thing not my thing, might be yours. Um, And then they had another flavor, but I don't think it was margarita. I think it was gin. I'm a happy gal. So I just thought in celebration of finding this and my love for the weekly ponder, let's just bring them together. A pal's classic margarita and a little chat about the weekly jinky pulse. So the Pulse Gene Key for this week, it shifts over today. So we've been in Gene Key number nine um, for the last six days. And today it crosses over, the two of them cross over. And we're shifting into Gene Key five today. And Gene Key five is just another one of those Gene Keys that I feel is so potent for every single person. It is the shadow of impatience, the gift of patience, and the city of timelessness. And I really love this Gene Key. It's Richard Rudd's Purpose Gene Key, the author of the Gene Keys himself. It is my mother's life's work Gene Key. And and, uh, mummy, you might be listening to this. So hello, mother dearest. Um, And I've had many clients with this Gene Key in their chart as well. In the dream arc, the gift of patience is represented by the elephant, which just has, oh, I just love the energy I love the energy of this gene key and it really creates the cauldron or the field in which all the inner work is done, right? One of, one of the core values, one of the pillars of the gene key's work and of the inner work is patience. Patience, inquiry, contemplation and gentleness. Those are the four pillars of the gene keys and what I really stand by as being the four pillars of inner work. Without patience... We ain't creating anything of beauty. True things of beauty and and the things that are really worth having in life require a real decent dollop of patience within them. It is such an important frequency to create in our lives. So I'm really looking forward to posing today's question to you that is in relation to this gene key. But of course, you know, you don't have to look at this in terms of the gene key. We can just look at this conversation in terms of patience and impatience. I'm just going to pause and have a sip of my margi and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. The question for the weekly ponder today is, what is the difference between waiting 
patiently and waiting impatiently. I'll say that again. What is the difference between waiting patiently and waiting impatiently? This question will change your life. (laughs) It really will. If you take this question and you start using it as a lens at which you're looking at your day-to-day life through, you will see this at play. I pose this question because so often we mistake patience for waiting. We think that to be patient means to wait, but it actually doesn't. You can either wait for something patiently or you can wait for something impatiently. The waiting is not where the patience exists. It's the frequency and the attitude in which you wait. That right there completely changed the way that I was viewing patience in my life. And then I've seen that change the way that some of my clients have viewed patience in their life as well, who I have worked with this gene key with. I did a gene key session with my beautiful mother um, quite a few months ago. And it was just, oh, it was the most delightful experience ever. And we looked at this and together we sort of started peeling it back and we're like, whoa, (laughs) there is really something in that. And then over the last maybe six months as I've personally sat with this gene key, I've really seen the difference in those two things. And so that's really what I'm offering up to you today to look at the difference in how you're waiting. Right? You could maybe be um, being really patient waiting at the doctor's office and maybe your doctor's running late and you think, okay, well, I'm going to wait for 40 minutes for my doctor. Oh my gosh, I'm such a patient person. I'm willing to wait for 40 minutes. Are you really a patient person or <laughs> did you wait impatiently for that whole 40 minutes? Right? Or maybe we think that we're being really patient with our partner and so we give them time. Maybe you have a partner that takes a bit longer to respond to things. You know, when you ask a question, you're, ha- you're communicating on a deeper topic and you're feeling like you're really patient with them because you give them time to respond. But are you really being patient with them or are you waiting impatiently for their response? This will come up a lot in interactions in conversation with people. Or it will come up a lot when we're waiting for somebody else to do something. We can wait patiently for them to do something or we can wait impatiently for them to do something. What about the way that you wait with yourself? Patience is so important when it comes to the relationship that we have with ourselves. Being patient as we're really disentangling ourselves from maybe a toxic pattern or an addictive pattern Or we're disentangling ourselves from an old relationship and we're moving on from something and we can want it to happen now. And we can get really impatient with the way in which we wait with ourselves and the way that our life is unfolding. So really start to have a reflection on that. How am I waiting? And there's so many opportunities that we are given throughout our day-to-day life to wait But we are getting less and less comfortable with waiting. And so we try and even fill our waiting spaces. You know, when we have to wait for something, it's this naturally gifted pause. If the appointment at the doctor's surgery is running late, we've just been gifted a natural pause. If the traffic light turned red, we have to sit there at the the traffic lights. We've been gifted a natural pause. 
maybe, you know, I, I shared this a couple of weeks ago, maybe you run errands with your partner and when they run into a shop and you're staying in the car, you've just been gifted a natural pause. But we so often want to fill those gaps with something. And this can be impatience. This is waiting impatiently. So I'm impatient in my waiting to have more interaction or to have more entertainment or to have more ah, just something that I'm going to fill that space with scrolling on my phone or listening to music or doing this or doing that. We're filling these gaps because we're waiting impatiently. And when we fill all of these gaps in our day, what does that result in? Right? That's another place you can ponder. Because when it comes to this whole idea of patience and impatience, impatience is rooted in the belief that everything is not as it should be. And because we're believing if everything isn't as it should be, we then try and make it something that it's not. We try and fill that space with something different. And this is how we end up waiting impatiently. Because we may be thinking that while we're at the doctor's surgery, well, the way it should be is that that doctor should be on time. And I should have been in there 30 minutes ago. And so this isn't right. We're believing it isn't as it should be. And so we can't fully be there in that moment to experience that pause. Or maybe you're sitting at the traffic lights and you're believing that light should be green right now. I should be moving. And so we can't fully be there at the red light in the pause. And then this goes on a grander scale in life where we're not believing that our life is where it should be, where we're not believing our relationship is where it should be, should be, where we're not believing that our career is where it should be. And so then we create this impatient energy, which is rooted in that original belief. And so that's something else that you can really take your pondering to with this is, okay, I'm noticing that I'm waiting impatiently. What am I believing isn't as it should be right now? And how might my outlook, my perspective, my experience change in this moment if I just questioned, hmm, what if everything was exactly as it should be right now? What if it was exactly as it should be? Start asking yourself that question and start to feel yourself melting back into the present moment. And just a little side note before I continue, I do apologize for the extra sounds you can hear in today's episode through my mic. It's because I'm curled up in bed chatting to y'all. And so, you know, my microphone's just bobbing around because it's not sitting on my desk like usual. I've got it in my hand. So I apologize for the extra noises, but I'm sure that you're coping just fine. When it comes to this gene key and moving from impatience to patience, it's quite, it's quite ironic and it's a bit paradoxical because in order to create patience, you need to be patient in order to create patience. <laughs> so you kind of need to start utilizing the thing in order to obtain the thing. But this is why you have to be patient with yourself while you use patience to create patience, right? <laughs> because this happens gently over time. But a really beautiful thing about what it means to be a patient person is that the more patient you are, the kinder you are. And that's another thing to ponder on. What's the connection between patience and kindness? And where am I thinking I'm being patient where I'm actually just waiting impatiently? And how is that impacting my level of kindness either towards another or towards myself? It is usually towards ourselves 
that we get the most impatient and as a result, we are the meanest to ourselves. We think things and we say things to ourselves and about ourselves that we would never say about another. And so start to have a look at the link between that negative self-talk and impatience. Where are you expecting yourself to be moving faster than you are? Where are you waiting impatiently? But then also reflect on it in your relationships with other people. And how does this actually impact your level of kindness? Maybe to the people that you love the most in your life. They often the people we get most impatient with, the people we love most. Maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your wife, maybe it's your daughter or your son or your mum or your sister or your best friend that you get the most impatient with and therefore begin to erode away your kindness in that area. So that's another place to look. Another thing about waiting impatiently is that it will squash the magic out of the mundane and in doing so it takes the fulfillment and the joy out of the journey of life that is another place to ponder when you are waiting impatiently for something you cannot see the magic you squash it right out of the moment not because it doesn't exist but because your impatience gives you a perspective where you can't physically see the magic whereas when we wait patiently we're waiting surrounded in a field of magic surrounded in a field of opportunity surrounded in a field of kindness surrounded in a field of love patience is the field of love love is birthed from the cauldron of patience right magic is birthed from patience if i'm waiting impatiently Maybe I'm standing out the front of my house waiting for someone to come and pick me up and they said they'd be here at three o'clock but it's bloody six past three and they're still not here. If I'm waiting impatiently, I might just be like scrolling on my phone, I keep looking down the street, I'm like, uh, feeling like all, uh, I can't even think of the word, restless, right, restless. Or if I was waiting patiently, I'm still going to be there for the same amount of time, but maybe in those six minutes, I watch a bird that is fluttering around up in the tree. Or maybe I just catch the way the sun is just glistening down onto the road. Or maybe I can hear kids playing in the house next door and I listen to that joy. Or maybe I just connect with my breath. Maybe I just close my eyes for a second. I don't know. It might look a bit weird standing on the edge of the road, but who gives a shit? Right? You get to access all of the magic that was right there. When you wait impatiently, the magic is still there. The children were still playing. The sun was still glistening. The bird was still fluttering. But you just didn't see it because you squashed it all out with your impatience and your waiting. And so when we do wait impatiently... It just creates stress. That's what impatience creates. It creates stress and it creates ill health. We know that stress is highly connected to heart issues and blood pressure issues and gosh, all of the issues. But that stress is also related to impatience. 
But we might be walking around thinking that we're patient when we're actually not. We're just waiting impatiently. And so pondering this is actually a doorway into improved health, a calmer nervous system, which is something that we all need in this day and age. And just this beautiful doorway into seeing a lot more magic in your life. And so, my friend, it is bloody worth contemplating, worth having a ponder on, worth bringing your attention to and just witnessing. Because even you'll notice that when you're waiting impatiently for something, your jaw might be tense or your shoulders might be tense or your belly might have gone rock hard. Your breathing might be a bit more shallow. You know, to wait patiently is to breathe deeply. As I just said, that hunter just took the biggest breath. He was like, (sighs) (sighs) to wait patiently is to breathe. It is to conjure love. It is to be in the magic. It is to be surrendered to life. I said that really weirdly. Surrendered. Surrendered. Surrender is deeply connected to patience. And so if you are someone who waits impatiently, you may feel a bit uncomfortable with the concept of surrender. And again, that's just another doorway that you can walk through and contemplate and and to enter more deeply into yourself. And so I'll leave that with you today. What is the difference between waiting patiently and waiting impatiently? If you would like to dig deeper into this Gene Key, Gene Key 5, you can, of course, look at it inside the Gene Keys book. It is brilliant in the book. Or you can head on over to the Weekly Pulse if you are listening to this episode within six days of it being released you can listen to the gene key five audio transmission from richard rudd which is different from the book so the the audio transmissions are different than what he's written in the book which i just love you get a completely different perspective of the gene key but you can listen to that for free um in the in the next six days however if you are listening to this episode further down the line you can purchase the audio for just a couple of dollars i will put both of the links in the show notes And you can also come on across to the Journey Home membership where you will find a post about this episode, episode 23. And you can come and ask any of your questions about Gene Key number five or share what came up for you in this contemplation from this question. But I hope that you have an absolutely incredible week and you just witness yourself in your patience or witness yourself in your impatience. There's going to be a bit of both and that is totally okay. There is no shame in being impatient. It's just beautiful, fertile ground to grow patience out of. And patience is the most beautiful tree that will nourish so many people. Everyone around you gets to come and just bask under that shade and eat from the fruit of that tree. And so it is worth cultivating in your life. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is such an honor to bring my heart directly to your ears. The TJH podcast is in her early days. So if you could take a quick moment to leave a rating on Spotify or write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be extremely grateful. And if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend to help spread the Journey Home message far and wide across the globe. I deeply appreciate you and I will chat to you again very soon.